0: and gentlemen, welcome into the 6-1-0 podcast for another episode. Tonight we'll be reacting to the Phillies getting the sweep of the Chicago Cubs and winning their ninth straight road game, tying the Phillies record there. I think they're fourth on the list. If I remember tonight um, that NBC Sports Philadelphia showed the longest road Winning streak is 13, I believe, that the 1976 Phillies um, achieved. Now, a clean sweep of the Chicago Cubs was not something I think I thought they were going to do Sunday after they barely squeaked by the Mets. And with the Cubs coming in, I think they had won 9 out of their last 11 at that point. But the Fills The offense showed up It really did in a big way In each game and early Too And you know last year you think about It they got swept Out of Chicago That was in September And that's when things were looking pretty Bleak on them making The postseason And they also got swept The first three games back from the All-Star break last season at home. So that really left everyone kind of wondering what this team was going to look like um, throughout the remainder of the season. So a little payback as the Phillies win the season series over the Cubs, taking five out of six. Obviously the sweep um, the last three days you know was really really huge like I said for this offense that again struggled against the Mets, struggled against the Braves. They had 5 games there where they were really uh having a hard time with runners in scoring position. I don't think they were exactly fantastic with runners in scoring position again, but they were good. You know, they they got early leads. Um, and they did a nice job of keeping him. So let's go back to Tuesday night. The 5-1 went over Chicago. This was Ranger Suarez on the mound. And he went seven and a third. Gave up four hits. Eight strikeouts. He was really good. 104 pitches. His ERA is now down to 318. I mean, what a what an un. Believable month of June It's been for Ranger He has just been fantastic In The month of June I mean you know he's I think well on his way To being In the running there For I would say Maybe National League Player of the month He's in the running I'm not saying he will but he's in the running. A 108 ERA, um, it's probably the best, you know, I think month we've seen out of a Phillies pitcher. I I mean, I would say probably since Zach Wheeler's 2021 season. Um, I don't know exactly his splits, but I'm sure that would be um, a Phillies pitcher that would have had a month to what we've seen out of Ranger Suarez, so that's how he finishes up the month of June. Um, last year was Kyle Schwarber being the NL Player of the Year from the Phillies. Maybe this year it'll be Ranger Suarez. Certainly on the team, you'd have to say Ranger Suarez is the Phillies, you know, Player of the Month, so to speak. Um, but for the rest of the offense, you know, it was a it was a good night all around, or for the rest of the team. It was a good night all around. Trey Turner got things going there in the top of the first um, with the single to right, but then was thrown out at second, and then it became the Brandon Marsh show. Had a solo homer in the second, and then hit another home run with uh, Bryson Stott on, so a two-run blast. He had three RBIs on the night, Nick Castellanos with a single in the fifth, And then Nico Horner um, got a run there. That was tagged to Ranger Suarez um, with uh, Greg Soto on the mound. And then Craig Kimball came in uh, in the ninth and and did a good job on 17 pitches finishing him off. So it was a good, strong first win for the Phils um, on Tuesday. Now going to... Wednesday night, um, Aaron Nola on the mound. And ultimately, I said you got to get runs for him because I believe, you know, you can go back to my podcast uh, on Sunday when I spoke about, you know, kind of the preview coming up for this series. He, I think, on the road is a much different pitcher than he is at home. The stats might be not too um, large between, like, the numbers and everything. But I think you'd find... I don't have them exactly in front of me, but I would I would bet that Nola's numbers on the road are far worse than they are at home. I think he just... That's when you see him really hit that wall. He has that bad inning. He loses his commands. And it's a struggle for him. Um, but... You know, and in this specific game against the Cubs on um, Wednesday, the 8-5 to win, obviously, they got him early runs. They gave him, at one point, it was an 8-2 to lead, a six-run lead. You know, um, and Edmundo Sosa got it rocking with a two-run blast. Nick Cassianos made it five nothing. Then the Cubs but got back on a homer of their own. Um and I really thought that, you know, okay, he gave up one. It's not, you know, let's say the end of the world. Um but I thought maybe, you know, here we go. He'll he'll kind of figure it out, so to speak. Um I didn't think that it would exactly come up again. You know, I thought he kind of had that kind of down pat um you know I thought he was going to be able to kind of move on um from it. But, you know, here are his splits actually home and away. So at home, he has a 3.40 ERA. And on the road, a 5-3-4 ERA. Um, It's interesting at home, though, he's gone 45 innings pitched. I guess he's had five. Well, he's had five, um, or excuse me, seven starts at home, 10 on the road. So that's the reason for the drastic number in innings pitched. 36 earned runs away, 17 at home. 11 home runs on the road, only six at home. Strikeouts um, per nine innings, 9.8 at home, 7.9 on the road. 32 hits at home, 57 on the road. So, yeah, he clearly, there's something there when he's on the road and when he's at home. Um, Very odd this year from Aaron Nola. But let's get back into this game specifically. Castellanos, the double in the fourth. Harper with a single. Put him up 7-1. to one, And you're kind of saying to yourself, you know, okay, I mean, we got a lot of baseball left, but okay. You know, this, is, this might turn out to be a laugher. I mean, when was the last time the Phillies really had one of those where they really, you know, blew the other team out? I think I'd have to go back here. Um to that 15-3 to win in Arizona, so not too long ago. But, you know, it looked like things, like I said, were going well. Then Dansby Swanson homers, so there's another homer, but a solo homer. So, okay, it's 7-2. Josh Harrison homers right back in the uh, next inning in the top of the fifth. Now it's 8-2. Again, 8-2 lead, and all this is off of the majority... Um, or actually, not a majority, just Bryce Harper and JT Real Mutos, former teammate Drew Smiley, um, which is interesting. And then Nola Madrigal reached on an infield single. Talkman singled, so now he got two on. Okay. Then he walks Horner on seven pitches. And the base is loaded with no outs. It just I don't I don't get it. Then he allows a walk to score another. Ian Hap, though, he did ground out the second, so he got an out there. And then from the rest of the way, he he did a good you know, got the final two outs there on Swanson and Bellinger. Overall, it they it's only two runs and it's eight to four. But Still, you'd think that with Nola, with someone on your pitching staff that you, again, are in your last year of your contract, you thought he would offer you a little more than that. You thought maybe he'd be turning the corner and then he turns in a performance um, like that. And he said he, I think, lost his feel for his for his curveball. I mean, dude, as a, as a seasoned vet at this point, I would like to think... You'd be able to come up with something. You and JT could have conversations about, hey, you know, I'm losing a feel for this. You know, I, 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 you know, need you to start calling this, or just to let you know, I don't have a feel for my knuckle curve. Um, let's try and, you know, maybe, you know, go with this, another secondary pitch for me. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure how he was feeling about his fastball, but maybe go to that. But regardless, the Phillies win eight to five. Jose Alvarado made things also a little too exciting there in the ninth, but in the end, they get the win. So today, three to one win over the Cubs. Um, Taiwan Walker, you know, as much as I was talking up Ranger Suarez, Taiwan Walker is another one in the month of June. He's really shined. Went six strong tonight. Gave up six hits. Six strikeouts, and his ERA is now down to three nine three. Eighteen strikes on uh, first first pitch strike, so you know Taiwan was able to get ahead of a lot of guys. Um, and the offense: Kyle Schwarber with a homer to start the game, leadoff bomb, and then you know the bottom of the second. The Cubs, and early on the Cubs were kind of getting to Walker a little bit as Jared Young was able to get an RBI and to tie it at one, but that was all the Cubs would get as Bryce Harper then in the top of the third singled the center, and that was all the Phillies would get too as they you know wound up going ahead and and uh holding the Cubs to no runs the rest of the game um I thought one of the turning points of this game was when the Cubs had two on in the bottom of the fourth with one out, and then Jared Young comes up, strikes out swinging, and then Madrigal, for whatever reason, bunts down the first baseline, Clemens scoops it and tags him. I thought that was really weird with two outs, and he's bunting. I didn't get that at all. Um, And then, you know, the rest of the game, um, there was that fielding error by Brandon Marsh there in the bottom of the sixth. But then there was also, okay, here it is, bottom of the fifth. Talkman hits a high fly ball at the deep left. It was pretty well hit. And Kyle Schwerber, you know, I really haven't weighed in on this yet, but Kyle Schwarber just has it go in and out of his glove. I haven't, again, weighed on the Kyle Schwarber left field debacle, but Bryce Harper can't come back to the field soon enough. That's ridiculous. It's in your glove, man. Make the catch. I mean, come on. It's right there, and he knows that. Schwerber knows that, and Schwerber is— not a gold glove left fielder. We know this. We we've we've known this for some time, for about a year now that Schwarber shouldn't be playing every day. When Harper comes back, hopefully he'll be at first. That'll allow Schwarber the opportunity to DH and Pache can play left. That's should be that should be how the Phillies go about that. Or if you want to give Harper a day off at first, let him DH. And I'm not saying Schwerber can't, like, play left field ever because I think he can. It's just he can't do it every day. You know, this has gone on kind of long enough. He needs to be DHing um, for some time. And then Marsh, a mishap there in center, which... Really, Marsh should have called off Castellanos there. There was a whole miscue between the two. Um, but again, as Walker did in the fifth, he got out of the sixth, and it was a great job um, by him to to not let that you know. And and both that time especially, um, that was with two outs, and Walker should have been walking off. You know, the field. I'm sure he already was kind of moving off the mound, heading back to the dugout because he thinks that those two or one of them is going to get it out there. And same thing there in the fifth where you think, okay, thank goodness Schwarber, you know, has got this, and then he doesn't. Horner singles. And then you had the, um, I think it was the bunt sacrifice by Morel, which moved the runners second to third. Hap lined out and then lined out to second on a great catch by Bryson Stott and then Dansby Swanson struck out um, on a mean splitter. Um, Got him looking, too. That was really, really good there in the bottom of the fifth. So just wanted to highlight that and then fast forward to the bottom of the ninth, Craig Kimbrell coming in. Really, this was an unbelievable play by JT. From his knees on a, you know, ground ball, First base side, JT goes out front again from his knees. Calls off Kimbrell, underhand tosses it to Cody Clemens. I mean, what a job by JT Real Muto, and then Talkman strikes out. Twelfth save on the season for Craig Kimbrell. He's been awesome. Um, so really pleased with everything he's done, and really pleased with the Phillies on the road. All of a sudden, twenty-two and twenty-three. Now is their road record. So a solid series, obviously, for the Phils. And we'll take a look now at their upcoming three-game series against the Washington Nationals. Tomorrow night's first pitch, 6.05, says here on ESPN+. Um, I think hopefully that game will also be featured on... NBC Sports Philadelphia, I'm assuming, but it says here on ESPN that's on ESPN plus. I don't know if they're just advertising at that for you know, they have those games sometimes. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a nationally televised game. I don't think it is. I wouldn't assume if it's on ESPN plus, but for the Phillies, they're going with Christopher Sanchez. They're giving Zach Wheeler another day. Sanchez 0 won this year with a four oh five ERA. In the three games he's pitched, though, he's gone further than the fourth, so he's been Working into that fifth starter in the rotation, he's been kind of eating innings. Um, you know, in the 4-2 loss last week against the Mets, he, he did a good job. He really did. For, you know, a fifth starter in your rotation, gave up only three runs. Um, I thought he did well. You know, it was a shame the offense couldn't give him some uh, some help there. So the Phillies will go up against Josiah Gray. Who's a pitcher that I know? Last year there was a lot of hype about coming in. He has a 3-4-3 ERA this season. Faced the Phillies June second. That was the eight-to-seven win that the Nationals had, where they got to Wheeler early, and um, but the Phillies were able to come back. Uh, Josiah Gray. That was a he left. I think with a no decision there, um, but in his last start. Two nothing went over the Padres. Went five and a third, and uh, six strikeouts. I believe he got the decision in this one. Yes, he did. So five and six um, again on the season for him. And then Saturday it's Zach Wheeler on the mound. Wheeler has a three seven six ERA. Struggled. Last Sunday against the Mets. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again um, this time out. You know, he had those three really solid starts where he looked like Zach Wheeler, and hopefully, he can get back to that on Saturday. And the Nationals will be trotting out Mackenzie Gore, 389 ERA this season. His last start against the Philz was that. It was the bullpen game um, that sparked that, I think it was a five-game win streak. Uh, He gave up nine hits, six in six innings pitched. Um, So hopefully the offense can kind of get to him a little bit there again. And then Sunday, it's Ranger Suarez. Hopefully he can carry his success in the month of June over to July. Um, his last start against the Nationals was when he went seven strong, gave up eight hits, um, three strikeouts, but did a did a really you know good job limiting the damage, and he goes up against Trevor Williams, who has a four two eight ERA, and he faced the Phillies in that eleven to three loss, five and two thirds, four earned runs, um, struggled obviously, but you know this isn't. Reading off the ERAs here, these three pitchers, I mean, it's not anyone to scoff at. You know, the, the, the Nationals, um, you know, while they might not be playing their best baseball, they, they make it tough on you. You know, so the Phillies need to bear down, and they really need to continue to take this, you know, um, feeling they've had last year few days, four-game win streak, riding high a little bit there. Um, they need to really put that into into this upcoming weekend. So that's going to do it for me tonight. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. A three-game sweep of the Chicago Cubs, four straight wins for the Phils on a four-game win streak, but a more important, um, maybe not more important, but just as important, a uh, nine-game road win streak now for the Phils. So... Thanks everyone again for tuning in, and I will see you Sunday, unless any other big news happens in the Philadelphia sports uh, market. But uh, other than that, we'll be when talking you to you are Sunday. Dumb, lift your head off the ground, there's a lot to be learned, so look around. Once there was a silly old amp, thought he'd move a rubber tree plant anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant but he had high hopes he had high hopes he had high apple pie in the sky so when you start to feel it low instead of letting go just remember that ant. Up there goes another robber tree, up there goes another robber tree, up there goes another robber tree plant.